Welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast with Christy and Lindsay. Grab your coffee and let's chat mindset. In these mini episodes, we talk about how now is the perfect time to get in the best emotional, mental, and physical shape of our lives. Our minds are the most powerful tool we have. So let's grow together. Hello and welcome to the Perfect Time Podcast. Today is the 50th episode of our podcast. We can hardly believe it. We have a mutual friend joining us today, Courtney Seidel, and we're so excited. The three of us met each other through the wonderful world of network marketing and we have become friends. Courtney is a full-time working mom of two little girls. She's a wife, a foodie of all the good food, and a wellness inspiration for both Christy and I. Um, Christy actually had a family commitment that came up today, so it's just Court and I chatting today, and I am just thrilled to chat with her about all things time blocking because she is the queen of it. Um, so Courtney, I'm so excited to talk with you. Hi, Lindsay. Thanks for having me. So we'll start off with what do you love about mindset work or like what drove you? Cause I know this is big for you too. So like what drives you to this topic or what um, inspires you around mindset work? I feel like growing up, um, even like 10 years ago, I did not have like a great mindset and it was just kind of, um, me getting in my head about all of these things. And then it was kind of like a negative downward spiral of like negative thoughts. And I just kind of started listening to different podcasts back then and started um, reading books about like just mindset and how that can help you day to day. And I started doing like affirmations every morning. Um, I started reading more books about how mindset can help you get through your day and help set your goals and that sort of thing. And I became like obsessed with it. And I still struggle with my mindset like daily. It's not like you work, work, work on your mindset. And it's just like, it's positive all the time because it's not um, because life isn't like that. But I love how mindset will help you kind of pivot if you're having a bad day or if you're having a bad moment, you're able to use the tools that you've read about or you've listened about, and you can then use that tool to make that negative situation a more positive situation or take something positive out of that negative. Absolutely. Yeah, that's huge. I've had to work on it really hard too. It doesn't come super natural to me. And I've shared about that before. And so I think like, like you said, I mean, it's an, it's an intentional practice for people that aren't wired. I mean, it sounds, it's not even a negative thing to be like, you're not wired like positively or anything, but I do think, yeah, it's just different people are wired different, I guess is what I'm saying. Um, so right. with that, so what, like, what drives you, you do a lot of work on yourself. I feel like you're very self-aware. Um, you're always constantly trying to be the best version of yourself. What drives that? Um, I feel like the most <laughs> simplistic answer is like the fear of failure. And I feel like a lot of women can feel that way. Um, but like, that really is what drives me. It's me versus me every single day, every morning I wake up, I, want to be the best version of myself. I feel that I deserve that. I feel like my husband deserves that. I feel like my kids deserve that. My friends, everybody deserves the best version of me. 
And that is truly what drives me to wake up every single morning and work on myself. I just, I don't know, I've become really um, self-aware and it's just, I don't know, it's just so good. Mm-hmm. I absolutely love the phrase that you use, me versus me. Like it changes everything. It does. And it's like, you have to put blinders on. Like I, I obviously follow you and Christy and like, there's some things where I'm like, oh my gosh, I wish I could be like that. Or, oh my gosh, I wish I, um, could do that or whatever it is like, or even when you're on social media, it's really hard to, um, compare yourself to others. And like, that is the worst thing you can do is it's like, it's just re- it hurts your mindset so much when you are judging yourself or comparing yourself to others. It's literally put blinders on and it's you versus you. Yeah. And somebody else, like, just like you can look at Christy or somebody as inspiration, somebody else is looking to you as inspiration. So like knowing that we all have that in us and not like, oh my gosh, I'm inspiring everybody, but it's just like the ripple effect. Like, you know, we, we are put on this earth to have an impact, hopefully a positive one. And, um, if we're always comparing ourselves and we've talked about it before on here, like comparison is certainly the thief of joy. It truly is. And the more we do that, the less joy and inspiration we can get out of, especially this social media for sure landscape. Like that one's a a tough one. (laughs) Right. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so along those lines though, like you have an excellent work ethic and I know that just from our conversations, I know that because you're pretty active on social media and you'll post things. I know that you work full time and you still squeeze a million things into your day. Like who modeled that for you? Or is that something you adopted on your own? Um, my mom definitely modeled that for me growing up. I, I was raised by a single mom. She always had two jobs while, um, raising us kids. And I feel like that is where I get it from. I seen her, you know, bust her butt day in and day out and never complain about it. And she was obviously, um, you know, played the card she was dealt and made the best of it. But I also think that, um, her going through that, you know, working two jobs and raising kids and still trying to have a life of her own, that is really what modeled showing me that, you know, working hard doesn't like, it doesn't have to be such a bad thing. You know, like when you show up and do your best every single day, day in and day out, like there's going to be rewards for that. Yeah. And how good does that feel? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, that's so true. I love that. And like, so as a, as a young woman, like you already saw that, how did that change being a mom now that you have two kids? Right. Yes. I feel like being a working mom is definitely has its challenges in itself, but I feel like that is where mindset, um, prioritizing my time, time blocking, all of that comes into play being a working mom, because I only have so many hours in the day. You know, I work an eight hour day. Um, I try to get up early every morning to put, you know, work into myself so I can have a full cup to pour into my family and my friends and others. And I feel like 
you know, after work, I'm, there's only so many hours, a few hours to just be with my kids. And I want to make the most of that. I don't want to like be doing all of these things, you know, and my kids are just seeing, you know, their mom just scramble and not be present with them. I don't want that at all. But I also think that like my mom showed me that, that, that it's possible. It's possible to work hard and, you know, have all of the good things in life too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. That's awesome. That's so cool that you had a role model like that, that you can, um, you know, take from that and even probably do even more with it. And like, that's awesome. Um, okay. So I guess I want to get into it. Tell us about your day. Like, tell us, I know that not every day is the same, but like, what does this practically look like? You talked about time blocking and you talked about waking early. I know the answers to these, but like, tell us what you actually do to make that happen for your, for your life and your family. Yeah. So I feel like what has helped me is I have like envisioned what a perfect day would look like for me. Um, I work full-time Monday through Friday. I have two kids. I have a husband, I have a home. Um, so what are my priorities? Obviously my work, my husband and my kids. So the majority of the week, I will wake up at four or 4.30. I will do my five minute gratitude journal, which is incredible. And it has definitely like changed um, my thinking, like with mindset, I absolutely love it. So the five minute journal, and then I do a Bible study or a devotional. Um, so I sit with God and that has been game changing for me. I feel like as a mom, like just I don't know, like the older I get, the more I want to be closer to God. So like that has helped a lot in the morning, kind of ground me. And then I might get a workout in. If not, I'll get it in later. And then um, at 6 a.m. is when I start work. Um, So I work for a little bit. And then on my lunch break, I have to take my oldest to preschool. I come back and then I finish my work day, go get my youngest at the sitter, then go get my oldest at preschool and we come home. And after we come home, I usually like, we'll play with them for a little bit. We'll go for a walk or a bike ride and we'll get back. And I really prioritize home cooked meals. So I'll make a home cooked meal for dinner. Um, My husband Rusty will come home and we sit at the dinner table together and eat a meal. Um, But I feel like what has helped me time block, it's I don't, I feel like I say I don't have a choice, but I really do, right? I I don't have to wake up early. I could just roll out of bed and log in because I work from home. Ah. But I feel like when I when I do that, because I'm tired or I had a long day the night before, when I do that, I don't feel my best. I don't put in my best work. I'm not a great mom on those days where I literally just roll out of bed. I don't do anything for myself and it's like rush, rush, rush. So I feel like having such a great solid morning routine is like what sets your day up for success and just to make you feel so much better. Yeah. I don't know. It's amazing. And how long, so how long have you been doing that? Like the morning routine, like, has that been ever since you've been married or like what, what, how, when did you start implementing that? 
Yeah, I started implementing that right after having our first child, Ellie. So five years ago, um, I felt like the pull to like sit in silence. So I would wake up early every morning before work and just sit with a cup of coffee. And then I was reading a book or maybe it was a podcast and they were talking about the five minute journal. And I'm like, oh, that would be so cool. So I added that in and then um, I started doing a devotional just because I, after having a child, I felt more of a pull to be closer to God. And I started doing devotionals and like that just kind of have stuck with me. Um, but I think a solid morning routine for anyone, especially a busy mom, will definitely change like how you feel and see like the rest of your day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, huge advocates of that too. And I think like, like you mentioned, it's very easy to feel the difference when you don't have it versus when you do, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm a different person today. Right. Absolutely. Um, so you talked about, you prioritize home cooked meals, which I know you, you usually like post your, you guys, Courtney has, she posts her menu on usually like a Sunday and just like, you know, documents like their home. And it's really amazing to see you document your home cooked meals. I love it. How do you make that happen? I feel like that is something that young moms struggle with making that happen. What do you do? When do you plan? What do you use? Tell us. Yeah, absolutely. I feel like when people see my menus, they'll like comment or reach out to me and be like, what in the world? Like, do you have hours to just like cook? And <laughs> no, that's not it at all. And I was talking to my husband yesterday because I feel like so many people are intimidated by cooking or making their own meals. Like recipes don't have to be complicated. And when someone sees my menus, it's because I've been doing this. I, I want the challenge, more challenging recipes and things like that. Um, but I feel like if I were to like tell somebody or give someone advice, just starting out is to keep it stupid, simple, like a protein, you know, a carb, a vegetable, do not overcomplicate it. If you have, what helps me is I look at my week ahead. So I know every Tuesday, Ellie has gymnastics at 4.30. So I need like a 15, 20 minute meal. So we always do taco Tuesdays and it's literally the easiest meal that you could possibly make. You can yes. ground, you can brown ground beef in like eight minutes. Yes. I love it. In a tortilla, make homemade guac and you have literally a meal in 20 minutes. Like it does not have to be complicated. So look at your week ahead. If you have like busy nights, think about like a slow cooker, something you could make in the slow cooker, mm -hmm. um, put it in the night before and, you know, turn it on in the morning before you leave for work. Um, but looking at the week ahead definitely helps. And then figure out like what meals your family loves. And I just feel like that's a priority for me. So I make it a priority every Sunday to look at the week ahead, figure out our meal plans. Sometimes I have ideas of what I want to make in my head and I'll just kind of write them down and figure out like what meal works for that day. Mm -hmm. Or I will um, go through, I have a couple of favorite cookbooks, like the Defined Dish um, by Alex Nodgrass and then uh, Fed and Fit. Cassie Joy Garcia has her Ooh, really- I love her. 
good cookbook. Um, she has this cookbook called Cook Once, Eat All Week. So if you really have like two hours, um, you know, on a weekend to prepare or meal prep, that definitely helps. I just personally, it didn't work for me because I didn't want to spend two hours in the kitchen on a Sunday mm-hmm. prepping. So that just doesn't really work for me. But if someone's super busy and doesn't mind, you know, spending two hours in the kitchen on a Sunday, then that definitely would be helpful for sure. Ooh, super helpful. Yeah. I love those. Now, what is your, this is getting into the weeds a little bit, but I truly think that like moms just want to know, like, do you order your groceries online? Do you pick them up? Do you do it on Sunday? Do you shop for the week? Like, how do you make sure you have all of your stuff? And like, cause preparation is 95% of it, right? Like just Absolutely. And I used to do the grocery shopping all by myself, but now we literally go as a family and it actually is really fun because the girls start asking questions. Um, It's just like a really good uh, kind of like a lesson for them to like learn where their food is coming from or just to say, oh, we need potatoes. Well, why do we need potatoes? Well, we need potatoes for the mashed potatoes we're going to have with X, Y, Z, you know, like that sort of thing. Um, But it's been fun. My husband likes to grocery shop. So like that's helpful. Um, So it's Rusty, myself, and then Ellie and Josie and the girls will get um, either like a bar or a little like smoothie pouch while we grocery shop. So it's like a little treat for them. Um, But I, on weekends that we go back home. Um, Rusty and I are both an, from towns at like an hour and a half away from Columbus, where we currently reside. Um, so we go back home often and we don't usually get back to Columbus until like late at night. So on those types of weekends, I will meal prep or meal plan on a Friday or a Saturday and then order my groceries to pick up Monday after I get the girls from the sitter. So it's, it's literally all about prepping for the week ahead. And it just makes you feel so much better when you have that done. Yeah, that makes sense. I feel like two things pop up for me, like for you, like, I feel like you are just a very consistent person. And I think consistency is what builds those I don't even know if it's like a habit or builds those patterns of like getting into stuff like that. Right. And then also intentional, like you set your intention. I want this. I want home cooked meals. So you kind of like back up, like backlog your schedule. Okay. That means Friday this week, or that means, you know, and I think like some of that is just getting into that mindset of being like, no, we can do it. Don't let Mm -hmm. it overwhelm you just make it it more simple, like do what is easiest. And I just think like when I talk with other moms, that is just a hard, just hard, you know, it's a hard thing to master for whatever reason we probably overcomplicate it, you know, and then you see all these crazy, awesome recipes on like Instagram or whatever that you're like, Oh, that sounds awesome. And then you scroll through and there's 700 ingredients and you're like, I don't, I can't, (laughs) can't do it. To Wendy's we go, right. you know? Um, right. Exactly. So, so yeah, I mean, and listen, life's like, it's a balancing act. Like we're kind of in a stage where our kids are a little bit older. And so we're running around and I mean, takeout is definitely part of our regimen. I try to do home cooked meals as much as we can, but, um, right. I think you are just such a good example of like life's super busy. You have the same hours in a day as anybody else. 
But if you want to prioritize it, that's how you do it. Right. Absolutely. Okay. Yes. Well, that's awesome. Um, thanks for sharing that. Cause I just feel like there are practical tips for all of us to be able to use. And, um, and I think even though planning seems overwhelming, like you were getting that feedback, I also feel like it takes so much of the guesswork out of it. It does. That, um, it does. I don't know. It probably helps in the long run. So, um, so speaking of all of that, like, a, I, I know that we both are busy, but we don't want to live in chaos. So what does balance mean to you in terms of like home life, work life, time for yourself? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't, I can't remember what book it was, but I read a book and maybe it was like Atomic Habits um, by James Clear, but there was a book that I read and it was talking about balance and there's really not, there's balance isn't like a thing, right? Because we're not going to be able to balance everything. And I was on a call and I don't remember who was talking, but Christy, I think has talked about this in the past, but life is literally like a switchboard. So you have like work, family, you know, all of these things and not everything can be all the way up, all the way on, all the way perfect all the time. So like if you have a day where you're giving 110% at work, maybe your family isn't going to have that time with you in the evening because you're still working or, you know, something to that nature. But I literally try so hard to be in control. And this is a pro and a con <laughs> because I like today, tomorrow's May 1st. So I'm looking at my month ahead. What do we have planned? What do we have going on? And I really try to be so intentional of my time. And I feel like that helps balance and reprioritize like what I have going on week, day in, day out, week to week, month to month. And I think that is so helpful um, to quote unquote balance um, my life. Yeah. And like, you are fun. Like you do fun things. So what do you do? I mean, not everything in life is like super serious and like right. planning and mindset and like all the, like it can be fun too. Right. So like, what do you do? What brings you joy? What does your family like to do? Yeah. So I think like, I was talking to my husband about this because I'm like, what bring, what truly brings me joy? And I was just kind of telling him and it was very like basic, what everybody would say, right? Your family brings you joy. Um, you know, your cup of coffee brings you joy. Your friends bring you joy, that sort of thing. But like, what about looking at the mundane day-to-day -day things in your life? What truly brings you joy. Like having a cup of coffee in the morning with my husband brings me so much joy. Um, taking the girls to the zoo, um, just to see like all of the fun things through air, their eyes brings me joy. Um, just truly being with friends who know you so well, and you don't have to explain yourself or explain anything, you know, about what you're saying that brings me joy. It brings me joy that I get to have so much one-on-one -on -one time with my husband because my family is so willing to help out with the girls. And that's truly a blessing in our lives. Um, it, just like trying to find 
joy in just the little nooks and crannies of your day. It's just amazing. Like turning on your favorite music while you cook, like maybe that would make cooking more fun for you or, you know, taking a walk with your family out, like just being in nature, like after dinner just brings me so much joy, like grounds me. And I absolutely love it. Or in the morning, sometimes when the weather's really nice, I will go outside and just ground myself. So I'll take my cup of coffee. Um, I go, you know, barefoot out in the grass, watch the sunrise. Um, that brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Mm, same. That's really cool. This is, we're not doing this, this podcast super early, but that's what I envision for this podcast is like people like incorporating it into their morning routine and doing that exact thing. Like whether it's a drive to work or just like stepping outside and feet on the ground, coffee in hand, right. Centering ourselves, you know, um, I love all of those answers. I think it's really cool. And for some reason, it's bringing up a question of like, just talking with you. How do you balance like not being distracted like by our phones or whatever? Like you are very intentional and you talk about being intentional. Do you have boundaries or like time blocking with like your phone or technology? Like, how do you manage that? I'm asking because I need coached on this. <laughs> it's actually really hard for me because I, I love just like anyone else love to be on social media. Instagram is like my drug that I can't quit. Um, I, at night, especially. So when the girls come home, I usually, um, I will post, you know, on Instagram about like our, what we're having for our dinners and things like that. But after dinner, my phone is literally like off, um, off limits. So I'll keep it in the kitchen or I'll keep it in our bedroom. And then I have, I do utilize the sleep function. Um, I think it's under focus, like within your phone and I put it way early. So my sleep function, um, turns on at like 7 PM and, it just helps, you know, silence the notifications. So I don't even want to touch it. And I feel like at the end of the day, I'm already, I don't want to say drained, but I'm already so like, I just want to decompress. I don't want to be on social media. Um, if someone texts me, I usually don't <laughs> answer until the following morning at 4 a.m. or 4.30, hoping their phone is on silence as well that early in the morning. Um, yeah, I've gotten a few of your early morning and I'm like, <laughs> Yeah, definitely was still sleeping. I'm glad you already did like 70 billion things. <laughs> yeah. I think I think use, utilizing that focus um, function within your iPhone really helps a lot. Um, that's like my biggest takeaway. And just like at the end of the day, I don't even want, not that I don't want to talk to my friends or whatever. It's literally, I just want to spend quality time with my family. Ah, uh, you're such a gem. I have a lot to learn. Not that I want to be such an, I'm just saying like, I'm admitting that this is like, it is a distraction. I'm holding up my phone right now to Courtney. I, it's like a distraction, you know? And I feel like it's one of those things that there's always something else. And it's not even like Insta. I don't even know what I'm doing. Like sometimes it's texting friends or like whatever. And I think like, it's such a connection tool. Um, mm -hmm. I do wish that I was a little bit more like set up more boundaries. I think Christy and I have talked about this. She's good at it too. Like as far as receiving texts and feeling the need to respond right away. 
Yeah. I mean, that's not, I need, nobody put that on me. It's just kind of like how I, I just would rather just like respond if I can. Um, and I just love what you said though, because it's like, nothing's that urgent. Like if somebody really needs you, like they'll call, but like nothing's that urgent, you know? And we utilize texting, like breathing now, you know, and it's fun, but like, it can be overwhelming. Absolutely. Absolutely. Away from like our actual living. And I'm saying this, like talking to myself, because I know I need to get better at it. Like, yeah, I, I mean, ugh. it is, it is so hard. It's literally like an addiction. You just yeah. constantly want to be connected. It's like the need to be connected at all times to your friends, social media, whatever. If something pops up in your head, oh, let me text so-and-so because of whatever you just thought of yeah. instead of just waiting until you've seen them the next time or just waiting until later to make that phone call or text message. Yeah. And I think too, like when social media is wrapped up in like some of the jobs that you do, like we've both done the network marketing, right. every little, like even just not that like, whatever, even with like podcasts of like posting, you know, or whatever, it's like, it's wrapped into what I do. Um, mm -hmm. And so there has to be boundaries that are set up, you know, or else it's just, I don't know, it's too much. And my kids are getting old enough that I know that they, they've said things and like, like, oh, mom's on our phone or whatever. And like, gosh, I just, even if I'm like, I'm like, want to defend myself, like I'm reading an article, you know, but it doesn't matter. Like when a kid sees you on their phone, like that's all they see. It doesn't yes. matter what you're doing, even though right. we use it like a mini computer, you know, to do right. work even or whatever. So, um, I just think that's such a important thing to note because right now where we're at in like this, like 2023, I think that if we're honest is the thing that takes us away the most from being productive and doing all the things on our list. Like you were saying, Absolutely. Talking. Absolutely. like hours can just melt away and we're like, what the heck, you know, I could have been doing something more productive for sure. I don't know. I just went on like a whole thing. Clearly I need counseling. <laughs> You're fine. I mean, it's definitely box, something maybe different. like I've heard of that, like a family phone. Oh, box. Yeah. Like, don't relate. Like my son has a gab. It doesn't do much, but like put it in the box. Yeah. Oh, I'm going here, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I just think that's an important topic and I love what you said and I want to get better. You're my inspiration with it for that. Um, I do also want to know, um, court or Courtney, Christy wasn't able to join us because she has, I mean, you know this, but I'm telling, telling the people she has, um, a family commitment right now, but Christy and Courtney are accountability partners and they wake up early together and they help each other kind of keep on track with that. And so if you heard Courtney say she wakes up at the four o'clock hour and are like, what is wrong with you? Um, she also goes to bed early and like, they have a pattern, but like the two of them do this together and they keep each other accountable. Um, and a lot of it has to do with putting the work into themselves so that they can show up what Courtney said before. And Christy just wanted me to, I mean, you know this, but like, she just loves what you guys have your relationship. It's like hard to find somebody that is going to you know, run that pace with you. And right. I think that is like such a special thing that you guys have. And obviously she adores you. And, um, it, it's very inspirational to me 
Um, I don't want to wake up as early as you guys do. It does inspire me to wake up earlier and get the day moving. Right. I feel like if there's one thing that, or a couple of things that your listeners can take away from with this is like, you don't have to wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> to have like the perfect mindset or a great mindset. It's whatever works for your schedule, just make time for that. And if you have a friend or a family member who's wanting the same goals, health goals, personal life goals, like whatever goal that is, get an accountability partner because you are so much more likely to show up for someone else than for yourself. Mm, that's good. Wow. Yeah, it's true. It's really true. Oh, so many good nuggets. I could talk to you for hours. We're going to get kicked off soon. Um, but I really appreciate you sharing your life with us. I know it might not feel like rocket science to you, but I do think like as far as getting things done and being a regimented person, I feel like that does take a really awesome mindset to have that consistency. And um, I just look up to you so much for that. Oh, I look up to you too. Oh, well, we love you. Um, hopefully we'll have you back on to talk about some more fun stuff at you know, a later date, but time blocking, so big. Follow Courtney, wait, where can people follow you? What's your Instagram handle? At Courtney underscore Seidel. Okay. So follow Courtney. If you need like recipe ideas, she always posts what she's doing. And like, like she said, it's simple. I feel like she makes it seem doable. It is doable. Um, she's also really into wellness. If you guys, you know, need somebody to pump you up and motivate you to, um, exercise, she's like really into moving her body, just like Christy and I are. And so we love you girl. Any last thoughts? No, thank you so much for having me. It was great chatting with you. And I always look up to you and Christy for all of the inspiration. I absolutely love you both. Oh, we love you too. All right. Well, thank you, girl. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. Have a good one. Bye. Bye. Bye.